This is an original podcast from Union Jack Radio, the home of great British comedy. Hi, I'm Prince Andrew, and this episode of Josh Berry's Fake News is brought to you by Shaw Deodorant. I personally never actually need to use Shaw Deodorant because I don't sweat. But if you do sweat, unlike me, it can be embarrassing. Particularly if, say, you're enjoying a dance with a 17-year-old in a Mayfair nightclub. Just one spray of Shaw deodorant can turn you from a sweating embarrassment in Woking Pizza Express to a completely innocent and credible member of society. Sure, it won't let you down. Although, just to clarify, I never could be let down because, as I said before, I don't sweat. I really can't stress that enough, but, but if I was to sweat, I wouldn't be let down. I'm an incredibly honourable man. Good evening and welcome to this election special of Josh Berry's Fake News. Just like a regular episode, except a bit more election-y. I'm Josh Berry. Our headlines. Andy Murray tries heroin. Oh, yeah. I'm exactly the same as I was before. Prince Philip retrieves courgette from anus. And our main headline, a silicon phallus has entered the election race. Yes, that's right, a silicon phallus, specifically a triple tickler purple G-spot euphoria tool, has entered the election race. Reporters state the details weren't initially forthcoming, but after a good 15 minutes, they all came at once. The details, not the reporters. With points for wordplay and innuendo, James Hasmore has more. From periodical foreplay to a political foray. Not only is a silicon phallus or a silly willy from Scunthorpe set up its own political party, the Purple Floppy Party, this plastic erection is now running in the general election. Standing at just five and a half inches, this imitation willy, which goes by the name Susie, really is proof that it's not the size that matters, but rather what you do with it, as she and the Purple Floppy Party are making quite the splash in British politics. And though experts have criticised her on areas like the environment, foreign aid, and her inability to produce a manifesto, probably because she's an object incapable of writing or thought, these people whose house I broke into are buzzing to see some variety in British politics. Dad, it's that man again! Right, that's it. I'm calling the police. You've got five seconds to get some clothes on and get out of my house. Will it be a date to remember on the 12th of December for this purple member? Right, that's it. Ow! Ow! Ow, no! Thank you, James. A strong start on the innuendo and wordplay front. Tailed off in the middle, but a nice finish. You score seven points. More to come on Susie the Purple Phallus, but first, this. Nigel, how are you? Hello, Donald. Well, to be honest, old pal, I'm... (laughs) Nigel, what's the matter, my little porky pig? Did you see an immigrant in a position of authority again? No, no, no. I only listen to LBC. There's no danger of that on there. It's just... I don't know if I've come out for this. (laughs) 
Boris didn't want to work together. I, I, I just feel like maybe I'm not a fearless man of the people, so I'm getting the best possible outcome for the United Kingdom. Maybe I'm just a horrible reminder of the way that the establishment tries to impersonate every man to keep them subjugated and manipulate them by appealing to fear and racism. I mean, come on! <laughs> Nigel, don't be silly. You are the least racist person I know. I think you're great. Boris also has a lot of respect for you. I don't know if you knew that. Because it's not evident in any of his behaviors or actions. But Boris thinks you're phenomenal. So does everyone in the United Kingdom states, by the way. You're definitely not a laughingstock. Really? Even I blame immigrants for all the UK's problems and have a German wife? Really, really, Nigel. Now, you're going to do phenomenal things in this election. You've got this, okay? All right. Thanks, Donald. Love you. I love you too. I can't wait for bath time when I'm back in the UK. Call me anytime you need, okay? I'll always be here for you. Love you, Nigel YG. Thanks, Donald. Talk to you soon. Okay, bye. Oh, you, you, you're still here? So are you. You hang up first. No, you hang up first. No, no, no. You hang up first. No, I mean, you come hang on. Up first, you naughty boy. You hang up first. No, you... Josh Berry's fake news. Following Michael Gove's incredibly successful tweet imitating Stormzy. The chino-wearing PR team behind Theresa May's dancing brings you... Michael Gove won't shut up. Man for the ceiling, mocking black culture. Tell my man shut up. Watch an old white man imitate black culture from the Westminster bubble and definitely not come across like a slightly racist dad on a youth outreach program. My brothers don't die there with Booper. They're off the NHS, but I'm still super. Michael Gove won't shut up. An album grimier than his own coffee table. I don't understand why I can be number one. I'll never be PM, and that is new fun. Out Monday, see in store for details. Josh Berry's Fake News. The most reliably unreliable news source. I had a suspicion that the entire show was completely made up. listening to this election special of Josh Berry's Fake News, the show which takes the actual news and throws it in the bin where it belongs. The Kremlin has issued a statement assuring the international community that Russia aren't tampering in the UK election. Unrelatedly, in the latest polls, the Conservatives are still at 40, Labour are up at 120%, with the Purple Floppy Party on 69. And it's strange. Let's just be a coincidence. Jeremy Corbyn joins me in the studio. Mr. Corbyn, how did a courgette find itself inside Prince Philip's bottom? I'm sorry, I've got no idea what you're talking about. The story, the one we ran earlier in the episode about Prince Philip removing a courgette from his bottom. The Sun is calling it Phil's body courgette. Your reactions, Mr. Corbyn? I think there are bigger issues than a courgette. You think there's something bigger than a courgette up there as well? No, I'm saying it doesn't matter what is up there. We need to shift our focus to societal inequality. Courgettes are the least of our worry. But you're saying courgettes stuck up bottoms are a worry. Do we all have them up our bottoms, Mr Corbyn? Is that what you're saying? No, 
I'm saying to the best of my knowledge, we don't have courgettes up our bottoms. But let's just say purely hypothetically, Mr. Corbyn, for some of our listeners at home, because they'll be wondering this, purely hypothetically, there might be courgettes in our bottoms. Wouldn't we have an obligation to investigate that rather than just turn a blind eye, Mr. Corbyn? Oh, I see what you're saying. You're saying courgettes represent anti-Semitism and bottoms of the Labour Party. And I'm just turning a blind eye to anti-Semitism in my own party. That's what you're saying, isn't it? No, I'm not saying that, Mr. Corbyn. Yes, you are. I've said this before, and I'll say it again. The Labour Party is not anti-Semitic. We care about everyone in society. For the many, not the Jew. Few, few. Oh, Josh Berry's fake news. 100% nonsense. It's still far more reliable than The Guardian. Well, hello to you there. You are listening to The Jeremy Vine Show on BBC Radio 2. With me, Jeremy Vine. And today we're joined by the Prime Minister, Boris Johnson, to find whatever you want to know about this election. Ask him whatever you like. First caller on the line, it's Nigel from Dulwich. Nigel, you're on The Jeremy Vine Show. Hello, Boris, old chap. Hello. It's me, Nigel. Remember me from from, from the Brexit party? I, I know you said you didn't want to work together before, but I was hoping that maybe you might have changed your mind. Oh dear, my uh, my hand must have slipped on that one. Ha! I bet you've said that before. Not to worry, next caller is James from Edinburgh. Hello, Prime Minister. Hello, old chap. Uh, lovely to be talking to you. Oh, thank you. I can't believe I'm, I'm talking to, to Boris. Well, uh, I, I can't believe I'm talking to you, old chap. To, to what do I owe the pleasure? Now, I, I work in the NHS and I, I was I was worrying. I, I thought that I was, uh, uh, that you, um, uh, sorry, uh, the, uh, what, uh, uh, 50,000 nurses, uh, um, uh, well, uh, all, all, all chap, let, let me just, let me just cut in, uh, I, I think, I think what I would say is that you're clearly, uh, clearly a very clever man, clearly a uh, very, very clever indeed, much more clever than I am, but let me tell you, I may not be a very clever man, uh, but I am an honest man, and I am a trustworthy man, so when I say we're adding 50,000 more nurses to the NHS, I mean it, uh, even though I don't. Oh, I like the part where he said I was clever. I believe anything you say, Boris. Thanks for calling in, James. Ah! Sorry, old boy, uh, my, my hand slipped. Nice thighs, though. Not to worry, easy mistake. Next caller is Martin from the University of Southampton. Martin, what have you got to say? Ah! Well, to be honest, Jeremy, I think the Prime Minister's behaviour has been shameful. He's lied about the NHS, he's refused to apologise for the disgusting comments made during his journalistic career. If he doesn't like a line of questioning, he just ducks out of it as if he's above it all. My question is, what have you got to say for yourself, Boris Johnson? Oh, Martin, it looks like Boris has left the studio, probably off to another interview in what has been a punishing interview schedule in the run-up to this election. Thanks for calling anyway. You're listening to The Jeremy Vine Show on BBC Radio 2. Up next, it's Dr. Dre and Snoop Doggy Dog with Still Dre. Still Snoop Dogg and D.I. D.I. listening to Josh Berry's fake news. You've been getting in touch on Twitter. Hang on, hang on. Stop, stop, stop. David Mitchell, what are you doing here? 
I'm here being irritating and obsessed with rules for a change on behalf of Ofcom. You spend the entire show focusing on the Conservatives and Labour, and unless you want to be in breach of Ofcom's due impartiality and be hung up by the testicles for the rest of time, you need to include the other parties running. Hung up by the testicles? You have one sketchiest time to get all the other party leaders in here and interview them. All the other party leaders, but, but there's only three minutes left of the show. Oh, there's only three minutes left of the show. Improvise. You're supposed to be a stand-up comedian. You've got one sketch. Have you said something on LBC that wasn't your fault? Hello, I'm Jacob Rees-Mogg, and a few weeks ago I said that the victims of Grenfell lacked common sense. Even though the comments were definitely accidental, and definitely not an indication of how I really think, I was called entitled, so out of touch that I probably thought the doll was a type of cigar, and a massive t- Shunned from my own party, I had to fall back on my estate, hedge, and trust funds. I'd hit rock bottom. That's when I called Bigots Direct. A Bigots Direct, they look after you no matter how hateful your beliefs. With an impressive client list, including Piers Morgan, Katie Hopkins, and Jeremy Clarkson, signing up with them was a no-brainer. They've helped me get back on my feet, and now I'm campaigning in the deep north, where the Conservatives haven't won a seat since before I was born in the dinosaur era. Would a sideline politician be doing that? I don't think so. Bigots direct. Protecting rich white people when they say awful things, because let's face it, times are hard for us. Josh Berry's Fake News. Hello and welcome back to this now very time and balance pressured election special of Josh Berry's Fake News. In the studio I'm joined by all the other unimportant parties that apparently we've got to hear before the election result is announced. We're only going to have time for all of you to explain what you're about in four words though. Nicholas Sturgeon, NSPCA. This is an absolute... Thank you. Nigel Farage. We are not racist. Joe Swindon. This is pure farce. Deliberately. Whoever runs the Green Party. What? Hang on. That's quite enough of that. Uh, Apply Cymru in Welsh, please. (laughs) Wonderful. Now we've presented all the other options, I can reveal the faking news that the Purple Floppy Party has won the general election. Yes, that's right. The best British democracy could offer has been beaten by a purple dildo. Maybe that's a clever satirical metaphor to finish the show on. Or maybe it's just a silly way of bringing the show to a climax. Thank you to all our guests uh, from the unimportant parties. It's goodbye from Nicola Sturgeon from the SNP. You're terrible! It's goodbye from Joe Swinson from the Lib Dems. I was head girl at school, you know. It's goodbye from Nigel Farage. Not racist! Goodbye from Plaid Cymru. <laughs> goodbye from the Greens. Goodbye. And it's goodbye from David Mitchell. What? David Mitchell? D- David, what are you doing here? I, I, I was balanced, like we agreed. Not good enough. You're getting hung up by your testicles. That was not due impartiality. <laughs> no, please! David Mitchell, no, no, ow, ow, ow! (laughs) 
Thank you for listening to this election special of Josh Berry's Fake News. Josh Berry's Fake News was written and voiced by Josh Berry and produced by Giles Gear. If you enjoyed the podcast, you can catch up on Series 1 and 2 on iTunes, Spotify, or in your usual podcast place. Now it's time for the real world where you are. Goodbye.